Alright, so the podcast is running. Video's on. How's everybody doing down there? Time to fire one up and tie one on. And uh, hope China doesn't invade Taiwan. I don't know, it rhymed. Uh, no eminent threat to Taiwan that I know of. Unless you call the uh, constant threat of China saying Taiwan is our territory and don't call it its own country an eminent threat. Uh, Ukrainian, the Yuki present, Ukrainian prez is uh, not leaving. Uh, He is not a weak leader like our Joe Biden. That's pro damn show. Um, So, that's nice to know, I guess. Ukraine, your president's about to die. (laughs) Uh, But he's going to go down fighting, he says. Defending his own country in a guerrilla warfare. Get into that in a second. Let's light up a cigar and get going here. This is Americana, the American way. I am Big John. Find me on Getter at the real underscore Big John. Find this podcast on rumble.com. And all the other podcast platforms. by Genesis from the 1980s when we only thought World War III was on the verge of happening. We thought uh, it was going to be a nuclear holocaust. We were all going to burn like french fries. Uh, no. <coughs> no, it's not working out. <coughs> Didn't happen in the 80s. Uh, you know, this... Uh, You know, liberals weren't as bad. Uh, I didn't think. Maybe I wasn't as informed. They weren't as bad in the 80s as they is today. But I was very small when Reagan became president. Uh, It was 1980. I was four-ish years old. Four or five. uh, I was born in August 76. You guys want my social security number too? Oh, just kidding. Actually, take it. Take my identity. <laughs> you want my credit score? You can have it. Um, no, seriously, though. Uh, I, 2004. It was 
George, or George W. Bush's re-election. And, sorry, my doctor gave me steroids and antibiotics for my sinus infection. Or cold infection. I don't know. Now my snot's running. My sinuses are draining down my throat more than they were before the medicine. And I'm only on the first dose. Second. First and second dose. I don't know. Anyhow. Uh... So, 2004, W was running for re-election, and Sean Hannity was doing a tour uh, with a, a cast of celebrity uh, Republicans to re-elect W. Bush, and uh, in his speeches, it, the big controversy in 04 was the... 2003 invasion of Iraq uh, and how it was going to lead to World War III or something, some people said. Uh, Hannity hearkened back to a strong president, Sean Hannity, while campaigning for George W. Bush. And I recalled Bush week, but we just listen to what Sean Hannity had to say and shut up. He kept referring to Ronald Reagan as the California Cowboy. Uh, Cal the California Cowboy who was going to be tough and strong against Russia. And how liberals were saying that the California Cowboy was going to start a nuclear holocaust, a nuclear World War III with Russia. And, of course, that didn't happen. Reagan stood up to Russia. He outspent Russia uh, in the space race, which we had already won uh, at that point. But anyways, he outspent Russia militarily in the space race. Uh, we bled them dry um, by financing weapons to the... Uh, Afghan Mujahideen, which included our little buddy Osama, Osama or Osama, Osama bin Laden, Osama H bin Laden. Never mind. Uh, Osama, Osama. He's our little friend in the '80s when we needed to back the Afghan. Rebellion against Russia, Mother Russia. And then, of course, we know what happened on 9-11 and throughout the 90s. When, after, who gives a shit? The California cowboy, Ronald Reagan, was going to cause World War III because he was too strong against Russia. Now, let's look at this, this here. Fast forward to 2016. For two and a half, three years after Hillary lost because everybody hated Hillary, it was claimed that the Russians helped Trump win. All right. So let's see this here. Russia 
invaded Afghanistan under Ronald Reagan. We used, well, no, it was under Reagan or Carter. I think it might actually start under Carter. Reagan used that as a linchpin uh, with the help of a congress, well, the CIA with the help of a congressman named Charlie Wilson, uh, bled Russia dry militarily with um, aid to the Mujahideen rebels in Afghanistan. Russia really didn't do much for the next few years other than fall apart uh, after 1989 uh, into 19, the early 90s, uh, throughout the 90s. Then under George W. Bush, we get this old school Kremlin KGB, there's no bones about it, killer, elected president, or, uh, or somehow bamboozled into pre the presidency in Russia. Uh, Vladimir Putin, George W. Bush calls him a Christian. When I look into his eyes, I see a Christian. Oh, Lord. W, really? So, for fun, Putin invades Georgia. I talked about this. They had streets in the country of Georgia. Not the state in the south. In the country. Named after George W. Bush. And he did nothing except maybe shake a finger at Russia and say, hey, don't do that. I think he wrote a strongly worded letter. And the, the Georgians were like, help, help, we named a street after you. And, and streets in, like, their capital. And you see these Russian tanks plowing through there just to send a message to Bush that, hey, we're still number two. We're number two. We're number two. Right? Uh, <laughs> then under uh, Barack Hussein Obama, Barry Satoro, Russia invades Crimea for shits and giggles. We get to 2016, really 2017 through 2021, if you want to be technical, right? Trump was sworn in in October, or yeah, October, shitfire. In January of 20, or all right, forget 2016 to 2020-ish. Donald Trump's president. He gets into office with the help of Russia. He shuts down a Russian gas pipeline, or it tries to steal the. Um, the uh, oh crap he tries to sell natural gas to Europe Trump, against the wishes of Russia he was trying to buy build this pipeline down through the middle of Europe so they could be the world power in petroleum and natural gas uh, distribution so for four years, Russia didn't invade anyone. Even though the President of the United States 
that they helped get elected was in office, right? That doesn't make any sense. So Trump gets screwed out of office. This tired old man gets elected king. And immediately Russia, well, a year into it, Russia invades the, the poor, the, and by poor I mean sad, I feel sorry for these people, Ukraine. Why didn't he invade them under Trump? Because he knew there would be massive retaliation. Trump, or uh, Putin is saber-rattling to the point uh, he, they think he might even go nuclear on us. Uh, he said things the other day about uh, there will be, you know, repercussions like the West has never seen before. So everyone assumes that, the, well, some in the press assume he's talking uh, the nuclear button, right? Nuclear war. Uh, Biden says, well, I don't know about that. Biden doesn't know shit from apple butter. He only thing he know, only thing he know, only thing Biden knows shit about is shitting his pants at the Vatican. Meistel Crady. Uh Russia is, is even talking about military action against Finland and Norway. Have there been two more peaceful countries on the face of God's green earth for the last like hundred million years? Than Finland and Norway? When was the last time Finland and Norway were involved in anything? The only thing they were ever involved in was World War II. I mean, they might have been involved in other conflicts. But they've never picked on anyone. They've never bothered anybody. They were invaded by the Nazis. And the Nazis freaking invaded everything. You know? For no reason. Well, I think uh, they went into Norway... After heavy water, they were looking for a, a way to manufacture heavy water towards uh, building a nuclear bomb with heavy water. It's a look it up. I can't explain heavy water right now. But Russia is threatening military action against Finland and Norway. He's picking on the weaker kids. And God bless the Finns and the Norwegians. I mean, the Vikings were some bad mofos. And these people in Finland and Norway, they'll put up a fight in the streets. They won't put up with Putin's guff. I'm just saying, they don't have the military that Russia has. Okay? But, here's the big bad bully again. Where it, in that little song I played, Superman, Where Are You Now? It was by a band named Genesis. One of my favorite bands. Phil Collins, one of my favorite singers um, of all time. And Genesis, probably my top ten favorite bands. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Superman, Where Are You Now? There's a, a sock puppet thing of Ronald Reagan putting on a Superman costume. When we thought, you know, all hell was going to break out around the world. Because Ronald Reagan was, yes, a, another tired old man who was elected king. But he talked tough and he was coherent. He's known as the great communicator. 
he I would watch him on television in these great state of the union addresses these uh, night the, the night we bombed Libya the president came on television we're bombing the country of Libya because they're responsible for shooting down a Pan Am airliner carrying American citizens uh, the day the space shuttle Challenger came uh, crashed might have been a day later or a few days later they had a memorial service and he gave one of the great lines in the history of uh, memorial services he he enshri enshrined those people into history saying they slipped their earthly bonds to touch the face of God, end quote. Could you imagine Joe frickin' Biden? They, they uh, bonded to the earth and they slipped away to, you know, the thing. That's how Biden would have said that. But the California cowboy, Ronald Reagan, was going to be so abrasive and so tough he was going to lose to Jimmy Carter in the worst landslide in history. Just like Jump Ahead 20, uh, I don't know, whatever, 30, 40, 100 years, whatever. 2016, Trump was going to lose in the greatest landslide because he was such an abrasive prick that he was going to cause all these wars and our enemies were going to hate us and all this. Did it happen? No, because he was a strong leader. I don't care if you hated him on The Celebrity Apprentice uh, because he, he asked the WWF wrestler Maria Kanellis why she didn't have her, her mole removed from her shoulder. He said, well, it's an imperfection. And her husband, Mike Bennett Kanellis, because he was never popular as a wrestler until he started. For why, why the heck she chose to have kids with that goof? Uh, anyhow, uh, this guy, Mike Bennett, he's a wrestler. He was my friend on Facebook. And he was telling me in 2016, Oh, uh, Donald Trump sexually harassed my wife on uh, the Celebrity Apprentice on and off camera. I'm like, why? Because he asked her why she didn't have a, a mole removed? from her shoulder which was like weird but like, it was weird of him to ask her that like who cares she's got a, she's a pretty woman uh, almost as pretty as Melania but uh, anyhow let's not get on a debate about the Melania versus Maria Canales a wrestler but anyway uh, Trump was going to we were going to end up in all these wars because Trump was an asshole. The Obama administration, Barack Hussein, warned Trump that we're on the verge of war with North Korea. It's going to happen in the next few months, he told uh, Trump. Did it? No. In fact, North Korea stopped doing a lot of stupid shit. And who would have thought world peace or at least peace with this crazy North Korean dickhead tater was brought to us by Dennis Rodman and Donald Trump. 
because Trump had the courage, the gumption, the crazy, the strength to go and talk to the North Koreans and put the two Koreas at a bargaining table. And then when North Korea started trying to change the game, what did he do? What is the art, the art Garfunkel of negotiation? What did he do, the art of negotiation? He walked away from the bargaining table. Oh, well, yeah, Trump's going to walk away from the table, and now we're going to go to war with North Korea because he walked away from the bargaining table without giving in to North Korea. No, he showed strength. North Korea went, oh, wait, American president is... I don't know why I'm talking with a lisp. I'm channeling Maria Canales. She talks with a lisp. The, the North Koreans said, wait a minute, American presidents always give in to us when we pound the table, and they didn't literally pound, pound the table, but when we act tough, they cave. What, huh? Going back to the Clintons, when we talk tough, Americans cave in. This guy's not caving in. Huh. Russia, Mother Russia. Trump goes to somewhere. I think it was somewhere in Russia, wasn't it? Talks to Putin behind closed doors. They're closed, what's they saying behind them are closed doors? With no ambassadors, no FBI. No CIA. They they probably, the KGB probably had the room bugged. But they just had Donald Trump and his interpreter and Putin and his interpreter. And they talked for, uh, I think they set aside one hour. Uh, and then after that, they started bringing ambassadors in from both sides. Uh, we call them, you know, secretaries. Russia, they call them ministers. They don't get up and preach on Sunday morning in Russia. Different kind of minister. Uh, but what, everyone, what was said? What was said? What was said in that closed door meeting? Oh, Trump gave in to Russia. Trump gave in to Russia. Him and Putin came out and did a press conference. I admit Trump didn't sound the strongest, but he didn't give in on the uh, Russian want, wantingness to have uh, energy control over Europe by building this pipeline down through Europe and into Germany and I think all the way to the sea. But Trump didn't give him that. And Putin said, well, I don't like that. And Trump said, well, I don't care if you don't like that. And so Trump was weak on Russia, huh? Trump colluded with Russia to get elected. He didn't lose because Hillary, you know, murders people and is an asshole. Talks down, she doesn't, not, not because she talks down to the military and the Secret Service and everyone she meets. No, she lost because the Russians got Trump elected, but yet America gained energy independence when Russia was trying to become a dominant 
energy power on the world scene. Um, Russia did not invade anyone. In fact, no new wars began under Trump. When Hillary swore up and down, we're going to war with Russia. We're going to go to war with Russia. We're going to go to war with Russia if I'm president. I'm not there. Not, Mamby Pamby scat me. I'm going to war with Russia. And Obama, I don't know what he had against North Koreans, but he wanted to go to war with North Korea. But all it took was a strong leader to back them down. We're talking about strong leaders. I saw this, and I, I, I had to look it up. I just saw a photograph, and I made a meme out of it. Wait a minute. When I light back up. <clears throat> strong leader. I don't know what's going to happen. But the president of Ukraine has vowed to stay and fight with his people. They're passing out tens of thousands of um, semi-automatic rifles to the citizens of Ukraine. Men, women are lining up and learning how to use semi, they might be automatic, they're military grade rifles. AK-47s, the same thing the Ruski army carries. One of the best rifles of all time, actually. Uh, heavier than hell, but it fires a, a big-ass bullet. Can do a lot of damage. Uh, made of wood and steel. Wood and steel. Uh, anyhow, they're passing them out to the citizens. And uh, the Ukrainian president has given the citizens the right to bear arms to protect their country. Hang in there, Russia. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I wish I had two spines so I could give one of them to Biden. <laughs> Seriously. Like, literally, if anybody needs a lung, I got an extra one. You need a kidney? I got an extra one. I need money. Uh, I think you only need like half your liver. I got a big liver. It's healthy. You can have it. Half of it. We'll, we'll split it in half. For the right amount. For the right, for the right amount of money. Anyhow. But if I had an extra spine, I'd sell it to B Joe Biden. Maybe we can funnel money and arms into Ukraine to help this Ukrainian president. Uh, Biden has said we're not going to put troops on the ground. But... What if Russia just keeps rolling and they roll into Finland and Norway? The Finns and the Norwegians are nice people, but they don't have an arm. I, I, again, I hate to offend Norway or Finland, but they're just not the massive size of Russia. Their military is not as big as Russia's. Uh, it, again, another strong person in this... Uh, fight with Russia, there's a, uh, a Ukrainian fighter pilot who's, who is known as 
the Ukrainian ghost who has already cut down six Russian uh, military jets. But the president of Ukraine, I, I won't even try to pronounce his name, uh, he has vowed to stay and fight with his people in the streets. Uh, uh, these European, these other countries, people, you don't understand how unique the United States is until you hear a story like that. Okay? Other nations of this earth are nothing like us. You know, Great Britain, Canada, uh, Russia, China, uh, they are a, a, much like the United States. They would have an escape plan for their president. Their president would go to another country and run things from behind the scenes. He would go to a special bunker, uh, something of that nature. Ukraine doesn't have that governmental infrastructure. So their president would have, instead of, uh, he could go into hiding, but there's, I'm sure, but more than likely he would have to be airlifted to another country. Now he is saying, I'm going to stay and fight and die with my people. Man, those were the days when we had leaders like that. You got to go back to General Washington to see a leader like that. Dolly Madison, who was rest, Dolly Madison, not the bakery, the wife of James Madison, who was saving paintings and antiques and historical artifacts from the White House while the British were burning Washington, D.C. in the War of 1812. Dang. Damn. Damn, as Ron Simmons would say. Oh, man. So this has been Americana, the American way. I am Big John. God bless y'all. Um, pray for peace. I don't know what it's going to take to bring peace uh, in this situation. I, I just, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen next. Nobody does. Nobody does. But we got to hang tight. We got to stay strong, Americans. We got to cling to our guns and our Bibles and our God, especially our God. The Bible is the word, the living, breathing, everlasting, incorruptible, indestructible word of the living God. So God bless y'all. It's been Americana, the American way. I am Big John. Pray for each other until we meet again. This is the land of confusion. Goody two-shoes. Betty by Bo's time again. Good night, honey. Sweet dreams, dear.